Hello, hello, listeners out there. This is your host, Clyde McDaniel, once again this week with this week's podcast, In the Neighborhood. This is our eighth episode of In the, po- uh, In the Neighborhood podcast. Uh, we missed our Thursday deadline. We usually do it on Thursday, but the time got away from me. And here it is, uh, Friday the 19th of April, April the 19th. Friday, and it is Good Friday. Good Friday. This is um, a very important day in Holy Week. This week is all this week is Holy Week, and uh, we are in Good Friday. This is when uh, the Christ was taken to uh, to trial and crucified on the cross, and then three days he rose from the dead with all power in his hands. And for the Christian faith, this is a very, very, very important event. This is the most important event in the Christian experience, I believe. Uh, Those of you who may not be Christians, but you know, there are a lot of people listening who are Christians and who are celebrating this week because it is the uh, resurrection day beyond this coming Sunday, Easter Sunday. And I know for a lot of people, that means a lot of different things. Uh, when we were kids, you know, we talked about, uh, uh, I think we talked last week about uh, the Easter uh, time of when we would, uh, you know, get new clothes for Easter. I didn't mention the young ladies, they get Easter bonnets, new Easter bonnets and little hats. But, uh, you know, like I said, the, we, we attach a lot of different things to uh, certain holidays, uh, depending on uh, what, you know, what your belief is uh, and um, we all think about when as kids we thought about the Easter bunny and the Easter eggs and the candy you know the basket Easter basket and all those wonderful things uh, but as I said for the for the believer uh, the Christian believer it is, goes far much much further than that um, at this time so we are in Good Friday this is Good Friday and I'm sure there's going to be some some services at different uh, locations at different churches. Uh, they'll have Good Friday services. And um, just a note, I, I remember, I remember. Well, actually, on last year, I, I went to a service that was on um, uh, that was on the uh, Seven Last Words, um, and it um, was on Friday, on Good Friday. Uh, and years ago, years ago, I can remember remember at my own church when we would have a um, sunrise service that was early Sunday morning that was prior to the regular Sunday morning worship time we had a uh, an early service sunrise service and I, and I remember one particular one getting up very early and um, going out um, going out to church it was still kind of dark you know it was still it was actually very foggy that's this particular morning this particular uh, Easter Sunday morning very foggy out and I could just imagine in my mind, you know, that when the women going to the tomb where Jesus was supposed to be buried at, and they found him not there, um, and how it must have been uh, very, very, very—I um, don't know if you want to say it's mystical—but it was very uh, foggy, 
And it, it could just, I could just imagine going uh, down there at that early morning hour and looking for um, the Christ, and he was not there. He was, he was gone. He had risen. But uh, like I said, I won't get too in depth with uh, with that because I know everybody listening is not uh, not in the same place uh, in their um, religious um, convictions. So. But um, this time of year, it's a very, very, very wonderful time of year. It is springtime. I do believe that we, I said a couple weeks ago, I thought we had turned the corner with with winter. And, and here I even heard some reports recently that there was winter weather in some parts of the country. Now we're in the, the, uh, the heartland. We're in uh, Northeast Ohio area. And even on last Sunday, there were, uh, there were tornadoes that touched down. So the weather is not really stable yet. We don't, we don't, we can't really say for sure that we can just like take off the, the, the we can change our clothing. You know, we don't, don't always know how to dress to go out because we don't know how the weather is actually going to be. But traditionally, this time of year is springtime. It's when, you know, the flowers start to come out and now the grass is growing and pretty soon we have to be cutting grass and and people will be planting flowers and and all sorts of things like that. So it is that time of year, and it's a it's it's a time when 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 uh, we, we've come out of supposedly we've come out of a dark, dismal time, bleak time with weather being the way it was uh, in winter, uh, with the snow and the, the ice and oh, uh, you know, it's just a very um, winter. It just takes a lot out of you. I, I, it does me. I, I don't know. Even my doctor told me that it's, it's a good thing to take vitamin D, vitamin D, uh, because we don't get much sun. And someone uh, said the other day, what is that bright light in the sky? Well, it's the sun. It's sun is shining now. And, and almost, uh, you know, you look forward to the days when every day you get up and the sun is shining. It's beautiful out. You can go out and enjoy yourself. Uh, people who work in the garden and work in the yard. There's a lot of people who love working in the yard. You know, they have green thumb and they can grow things. So, you know, this is the time of year when we can actually start looking forward to better weather. I'm hoping we can look to better weather. And of course, along with that come some other duties that you may not even like. But guess what? It comes time for what they call spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. Now, even on my in my church on last week, we had our annual spring cleaning of the church so uh the members would come they did they, we came to the church we brought our own uh some of our some of us brought our own cleaning supplies and our buckets and our, our our towels and so forth and our sprays and and we went through and did a thorough cleaning of the church and uh that, that's a it's a project we do every year at, and 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 course when you you know everybody has is on a team there's a upstairs team and there's a downstairs team and the upstairs team is getting on ladders and they're going up and cleaning the globes in the in the sanctuary and they're cleaning the the uh, pulpit area they're they're vacuuming and they're they're wiping down some of the furniture and getting rid of the cobwebs up in the ceiling you know all sorts of things like that and then you you know and then there's the downstairs uh, uh, group who, who are uh, checking on the walls uh, with their scuff marks and they're cleaning those 
baseboards of the walls in the hallway downstairs and in the classrooms. And they're, you know, emptying the trash and um, uh, replacing bulbs uh, in, in the ceiling downstairs. And so, and they're working, you know, cleaning the kitchen, making sure everything's uh, nice and neat in there. So it, it's a project that we do every year, spring cleaning. So if you're doing it, uh, so if you're doing it at your church, I'm sure you're doing it at home. Um, you got all these, um, you got, uh, you know, you, you got to go through and, and uh, maybe putting up new drapes or you know, take the old ones down, wash them or whatever, put new ones up or uh, you're washing windows inside and out. And, uh, uh, you know, you, you clean up. In my yard, I have, I live across the street from a golf course, okay? So even though I don't have trees in my front yard, I get leaves blown onto my yard from across the street, from the golf course. When the wind comes, I'm just in an open area, I'm on a corner, and the leaves, I, I get a yard full of leaves that I don't deserve because I don't have trees. Not in my front yard anyway. In my backyard, I do have some, some trees, but most of them are evergreen. So I get the needles, but I don't get the leaves as much. So whatever leaves I have in my yard generally comes from somebody else's yard and from the golf course. So when spring comes, if I didn't get them all up before, before winter, which I didn't get them all up. So now I've got to go out and try to get the leaves out from among the bushes and in the yard and get them all out and get the grass all, you know, ready for mowing because it won't be long. With all this rain we're having, it won't be long before the grass will have grown to a nice length and it's time to get cut. And so we'll be doing yard work. So this was this is what this time of year brings. Springtime brings about um, this um, cleaning and, and not only the yard, but guess what we gotta do? Uh, the garage and you know, my garage is, I haven't been able to use my garage for my car. Believe it or not, because I got so much stuff in there. Yes, you know, you, you you get stuff, and before you know it, you got more stuff than you thought you had. So you gotta do some some. You gotta get rid of some things, and I just and I, I don't want to be a pack rat, but I have more things that I that I don't need, and I gotta go through and figure out what I'm gonna keep, what I'm gonna get rid of. So I gotta clean the garage out, and I gotta clean the basement out. Oh, when I start thinking about it. Some of the rooms need to be cleaned out. And upstairs, you know, in the bedrooms, there's things that we have that we've accumulated over the years we don't really need. And uh, I, I'm not complaining because we're blessed. We're blessed to have, to be able to have things. But but there comes a point where you gotta kind of, uh, you gotta part with some things. Things you don't need because they pile up. And the next thing you know, you got rooms full of stuff that you don't need. So we gotta go ahead and do some spring cleaning that is uh, throughout the house and outside so the place looks like there's someone lives here <laughs> uh, I don't know we haven't had any really really bad weather as far as wind damage and I know some people have the wind damage uh, from tornadoes and so forth and uh, then they had to end up getting new roofs well I had to get a new roof a few years back but so it's fairly new now and on a couple of years ago, I got some trees cut back that were hanging over 
my roof, and that's where the, some of those leaves came from. I got my gutters all cleaned out. I got them covered with uh, a mesh type of material that will prevent the leaves from going down into the gutters. Got the downspouts all cleaned out, the gutters cleaned out, and the mesh covering over them so we don't get stuff going down into uh, into the gutters. So I don't have to do that again. And, uh, so I feel pretty good about getting those trees cut back. You know, getting trees cut is a very expensive project. And uh, I wouldn't want to do it again. I don't want to have to do it again anytime soon. Um, there's a couple of there that we didn't get trimmed, but I think they're okay. I don't think they're going to give us any problem. We had one that was leaning toward the house and it looked like it looked like it was going to fall on the house. So that one had to go. And then there was some uh, over the driveway that were hanging over the driveway. And if it had fallen, it would have fell on my car. Of course, it wouldn't have fell on my car if I had cleaned my garage out <laughs> and got the car in the garage. So it was a catch-22. But at least I got the, the branch out of the way now. And I have time to get the garage cleaned out. Hopefully we can be able to use the garage and um, put the car inside uh, when we get rid of all the stuff, when we do our clean, cleaning, our spring cleaning. So if you're like me, you're going to have some work on your hands. You've got to do some spring cleaning inside and out to keep our living space um, in uh, a good order so that we can enjoy our homes. Uh, we're blessed to be able to have homes. And if you don't have your own home and you have apartment, well, you still may have to do some cleaning and, and uh, getting your place uh, up to where you like for it to be so you can have a comfortable living space. So that's what I have for this week. I hope that um, you get a chance to listen in. And uh, I know I've been saying we're going to have guests and we almost had one tonight. We're, I was looking forward to having a real, really, really uh, interesting guest on tonight. I won't call their name. I'll wait until next week. I believe that we're going to have uh, at least one guest on next week. And in the coming weeks, we should have a couple more coming up with some interesting things to share with you from in the neighborhood. So once again, thanks for listening. I hope you had a, a hope you have a good evening and a great weekend this weekend. Get out and enjoy the beautiful weather. And if you saw it, if you're so inclined, get to your church on Easter Sunday morning, Resurrection Sunday, and have a great service. I hope that you'll be blessed, and I'll look forward to being with you on next week. So until then, this is your host, Clyde McDaniel, uh, hoping that you'll have a great weekend. Uh, and again, let me just say this before I before I shut down here: if you want to be on the show with me, here's how you contact me. You can contact me by calling. 330-785-8576. That's my phone. 330-785-8576. Or inbox me my email address at ELDMACD at Yahoo. ELDMACD at Yahoo.com. And uh, we'll get you set up so that you can be on the program with us. I know I've been saying it for a while, but uh, uh, the technical aspect of this takes a little more than I thought. So I'm trying to get people lined up to be on the show with us and be patient. We're going to have some guests. We're going to have some interesting conversations. We're going to discover some things. We're going to reminisce and uh, just have a great time on this podcast in the neighborhood. So until then, 
I hope you have a great weekend. This is Clyde McDaniel for In the Neighborhood. Hello out there, listeners. It's me again, your host, Clyde McDaniel, with your weekly podcast, In the Neighborhood. Yes, we are out here again uh, on this Thursday evening. Uh, This is our ninth episode of In the Neighborhood, the podcast. Well, we're going to talk to you tonight about a couple things. Uh, You know, we always want to discuss good old days from the neighborhood. And... um, I can just remember a few things that I would like to, you know, share with you on today. Uh, one of the things that we we did back in our neighborhood was we spent a lot of time uh, being outside, uh, even in the evenings. You know, your mom said you had to be at home generally by the streetlights being cut off, cut on, I should say. Uh, you had to be on your, at least on your porch. But our neighborhood was, um, and I, I, I had I had boys in my in my family, so it wasn't. We didn't have girls. And I think girls were a little more, moms were a little more strict with the girls, I believe. Um, but we, our parents were kind of were more a little liberal with us and they allowed us to have a little more liberty as far as being out late, later after the streetlights came on. So, but you know, they knew the neighbors. And in those days, the people didn't lock their doors. You know, there wasn't, there wasn't hardly any crime rate uh, going uh, in our neighborhood. Uh, like I said, I, I grew up close to uh, the uh, the uh, Akron Zoo, uh, Perkins Woods, as it was, Akron Zoo. And uh, so uh, in our neighborhood, we just kind of like hung out and on each other's porches. And we, we would spend time just uh, playing around outside, you know, talking to each other and spending time out, out outside, um, you know, just kind of like having a good time, not getting into trouble, you know, not causing trouble. We just kind of spent time with each other's, uh, you know, on each other's porches. And uh, uh, one of the things I remember too now about close to, in my neighborhood, were uh, the, uh, we had a lot of fruit trees. So during the daytime now, going back now to the daytime when we were out, uh, basically in the summertime, because I know we talked about, we had an episode on here that was entitled Summertime. We, I think we had two segments about summertime. But when I when I look back on on, on um, growing up in my neighborhood, and I don't know maybe some of you have the same uh, similar experiences, but we had a lot of fruit trees around where I lived at, so it wasn't uncommon to see cherry trees, apple trees. We had them. Um, there were I think there were even some pear trees around, if I'm not mistaken. But I know we had apple trees and, and cherry trees always. And and there was there was a in back of my house, well in back of my back of my house was a, a there was a, a garden from the people who were on further street on the next street over, and uh, we would go we would go through their garden up into the next uh, person's uh, property and they had a big cherry tree there I could see it from my backyard, we would go up and climb that cherry tree and just get all the cherries we wanted, 
I mean, it was a, it was a, a, an everyday occurrence. We we want to go get cherries. There was no nobody ever ran us off. You know, they allowed us to go back there and just you know help ourselves to cherries. And then uh, a couple of streets over from me, there was a place who had um, uh, they had uh, cherry trees as well. And uh, the lady would I stop it. I was we would stop and ask her. Is it okay? We go back and get cherries today. She would say, Oh, sure, absolutely. Go ahead, get all the cherries you want. You guys go ahead and enjoy yourself. And uh, and we were allowed to go get the, the you know the cherries off the cherry tree there, so that was, and that was always nice. So uh, and and then there was a place uh, there was a place across the street from where I lived at that had a, a, a vine with grapes. They had a grapevine. So we would go and, and and next across the street and we'd go back in the backyard of this house and there was a grapevine. We could get all the grapes we wanted. So and I know there was apple trees at different locations in the neighborhood. And uh, you know they weren't the best apples. Uh, you know I, they might have been like crab apples, some of them. You know, um, but but the cherries, man, the cherries were great. So we'd always go get cherries, um, pick cherries, and uh, bring them home. And uh, most of the time we probably got a, probably got a bellyache from eating cherries because we ate so many of them. But um, that was some of the things that we did back in the, in the day in um, growing up in my neighborhood. And so. Uh, we spent our we spent our days, uh, especially in the summertime, just going out playing. Uh, we would go on hikes. <clears throat> My brother and I we had a thing. Since the since the park was only about two blocks away from our house, uh, the Perkins Woods Park was about two blocks away from where we lived, and uh, the zoo was there as well. And and I think I mentioned before that the zoo didn't have. Uh, it's not like the like the Akron Zoo is now. I, I haven't actually been to to the to the park or the zoo since they re uh you know since they redone it redesigned everything and now it's a big thing now now we have to pay to get into parking and uh, i think they have it all all uh, blocked off you can't just walk up there like i did when i was a kid so we could walk up to the zoo back when i was a kid we just walk right in uh walk up there and we see uh the bars with the where the uh uh, gorillas, I think were gorillas. Maybe they were bears. Okay, well they were all kind of animals up there. <laughs> they were behind bars, and they never, we never had any problem. Um, then we would go inside. They had a, they had a, 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 a place, you know, a building inside where they had snakes, and they had all these different, uh, like you know, insects. Maybe I think they had some, some tarantulas in there. Um, but and and they were, I think they were fish as well too, like an aquarium type. But we didn't have to pay to get in there. We just would go in and see all these things. But now it's, it's different. But as I was about to say, my brother and I, we had a thing. Uh, like I said, we used to go like to go hiking. And we would we were adventurous. We would use our imagination to create uh, all this, uh, these uh, wonderful things that we would do. Because we didn't have electronics. We didn't have, it was, if you had a TV, it was only one in a family. And it was more likely it was black and white, small screen. So back then, the radio was a big deal. You know, you listen to the radio, and of course, you'd have to use your imagination to uh, to kick in and uh, you know enhance your experience by listening to the radio because you didn't have anything to watch but that one TV. So my brother and I, <clears throat> and some of the other uh, kids in the neighborhood, we would go on hikes. We would hike from our house up to the park. And we would go all the way through the park. And it was quite a distance to go all the way through the park. And we ended up 
in another part of, I say another part of town in a sense, because we lived in a place that we call the valley. And where we lived at, it was kind of a low land. And if you went up, we, we, when we went to the park, you had to walk up, up a hill, up and uh, two blocks away. And then you kept going up as you got into the park, you kept going up and up, up like you were going up a big hill and you would go through the park and up at the top, they had a monument. It was Perkins Monument, I believe it was. Uh, it was John Brown's home was up there and uh, John Brown's ma- uh, mansion. There was Perkins Perkins Mansion and they were all up on uh, this area past the park. You had to go through the park, well we did, had to go through the park to get to it. So we were on a hike, we were on an adventure. And uh, one of the most exciting things we would do is we would go on a hike in the wintertime. That was like our, our, our real adventure. We would go, we would leave home, we would pack a, a small lunch, <laughs> and we would have our gear, you know. In case we had to stop, we would have um, not a tent, but we'd have like a big sheet, and we would uh, drape it over some bushes, and, and we would make us a, a little hut there. And uh, it was a big adventure for us, you know. We it was a, we were quite a ways away from home when we left home and walked up those two blocks and kept going up into the park and all the way through the park. The park was pretty big, by the way. It was a big place. There was a zoo on one end, and then there was a park area where you would have picnic area. There were swings and uh, jungle gyms and all that stuff. Then they had an area further over where they played ball, a ball, a ball field where you played baseball. It was, uh, I think there was two baseball fields there. There was a, um, it was like a, a, um, a recreation um, building where they kept all the balls and the nets for like uh, volleyball and those kind. So they had, it was a big park. It was a pretty big park. So, and then down on the, the far end, the, the opposite end from the zoo, there was uh, a tennis court. It was a full-fledged tennis court. And I tell you, most of the, the, the uh Professionals, I'd say professionals in Akron, came to that to that tennis court and played tennis there, and, and uh, it, it was a big event to go into the park. It was a big thing to go uh, up to the park or go through the park. So my brother and I would do that at wintertime. We do that hike, do that adventure, and we spend maybe a couple hours uh, away from home in the park, going through. And you know, we we didn't feel threatened that something would happen to us. You know, you hear these horror stories about kids that become missing because they were in a remote area somewhere in a park or in the woods and something happened to them. You know, we were blessed. We were blessed that nothing ever happened to us. We never heard very much about uh, abductions or killings. Uh, it was just a much simpler time, a much, uh, much nicer time when we didn't have to, to deal with uh, all the... Uh, things we do now killings and shooting we, we didn't we didn't have all that we never never experienced anything like that because we lived in a time that was much uh, nicer and much quieter much kinder time um so that's the park that was the area we would go to we would leave and that was our recreation area we would go to the park sometimes we would play football you know sand like what they call sandlot football on the grass we would play football it would be hilly it wasn't all flat but we were just having a good time. Um, and uh, as we got older and we were going to high school, uh, Friday night was a big thing. 
Friday night was after the games, people would go to the drive-ins, to the, to the drive-in restaurants. And we had a place in our neighborhood, which was uh, here again, two blocks away from home. Uh, well, two blocks up and then about two blocks down uh, toward an area called um, Euclid and Edgewood. And that was where we had a place called the Custer Stand. Some of you might remember that. The Custer Stand. That was a place where people gathered on Friday night. I mean, if you drove up, you thought it was a mob. There were gangs of people out there. And the Custer Stand was a place where you could get, you know, the frozen custard, the ice cream cones, the sundaes, the banana splits, and the milkshakes, and, and the hamburgers, and the fries. And they had all that stuff there. So that's where everybody hung out at on Friday night after the games. We would come after the football games or whatever. We would go up to the custard stand. And people would hang out at the custard stand. <clears throat> and <clears throat> believe it or not, <clears throat> excuse me, but all the people that were hanging out there, it was hardly ever any violence. That's the difference between then and now. I'm talking, the, I'm talking about the, the early 60s. 70s maybe up into the 70s I, I wasn't around in the 70s because I had already got out of high school and I was in I had done and got drafted was in the service so but the early late 50s early 60s the custom stand it was where everybody hung out and and there was hardly any any violence uh, I doubt there was ever any shootings I don't remember any but it was just a simpler time we had fun we grew up in an, in an area that was uh, that was um, mixed. We didn't. We didn't. We. It wasn't all, um, you know, one race. But we, we, were, we were in mixed neighborhoods, and we learned to get along with people. We learned how to how to how to how to coexist in, in a in a world uh, where there are differences, but we found that there were more similarities sometimes than the differences. So that was uh, my time in the neighborhood growing up. So from the time to time, on our shows, we'll have more discussions and more topics to talk about. I still promise you that we're going, I promise you, I've said this in the past, we're going to have guests. We are going to have guests on the show with us. They are lining up and we just, it's just a matter of logistics, getting everybody uh, uh, set up um, with the proper um, equipment to be able to get on the show, but they are coming. And I, and I guarantee you that probably next week we're going to have uh, a guest. And from then on, we'll be having some guests. So I hope you've enjoyed this uh, this segment of In the Neighborhood. I, I can ramble on. My wife says I can talk and talk and talk. Uh, but I just want to, you know, share some some experiences with you. And I know that you also have some that you can share with us. So we're going to try to get you on the show. Uh, you can contact me uh, via phone, 330-785-8576. 330-785-8576 Climbing Daniel and or by email you can drop me uh, inbox me with uh, E-L-D-M-A-C-D at yahoo.com that's E-L-D-M-A-C-D at yahoo.com and we'll get you set up so that you can be on the show and uh, enjoy this uh, podcast and share some of your experiences with, with the audience so until next week I hope you all have a great uh, rest of your night it is uh, tonight is the night for the uh, NFL draft. So I'm going to sign off here and go watch the NFL draft and see what Cleveland Browns do uh, this year. I'm excited. I know some of you are excited about 
the new Browns. We're going to have a team that I think is going to go quite far uh, in this season. So until next week, it's your host, Clyde McDaniel, in the neighborhood. You have a great evening and a blessed weekend. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.